Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Are you ready, Boots? Start walking. That is not the theme song I thought we were going (laughs) to open up with. These boots are made for walking. That's just what they'll do. One One of of these days, days, these boots are going to walk all over you. I ran out of breath on that. Very nice, babe. That was wonderful. Hello! Hello! Welcome to the show! Welcome to the podcast that you clicked on. It's you, me, and a palsy, guys. You know that because you clicked on it. We we are. Remix, we we are your weekly trip through Dracula's Crypt. Oh, and why do we say Dracula, babe? Because we're talking about mythological things. things. Okay. Sucking. No. Wait, is there a dog still in here? No, Mouse is just very loud. Oh my god. Mouse's voice can be heard from across the room. Oh no, he's actually sitting right behind me. At the gate. The gates of hell. Anyway, we're talking about cryptids. That's right, we are talking about cryptids today. And that's a bit fun, that's a bit different. It's a bit different, and it was all my idea after telling Braden repeatedly, no, we're not going to talk about mythological creatures. I mean, myth- cryptids we aren't talk- necessarily mythological creatures. But we talk about ghosts. So <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I need to lighten up. Why not? It's 2020, Belinda. Lighten up. Lighten the fuck. Grow up, Belinda. Grow up, Belinda and- You're 23. 23, start speaking about cryptids. Let's do it. I just had my birthday recently. Yeah, happy birthday. I don't think we mentioned that in the last podcast. We didn't. Let's all sing happy birthday together. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I don't even want to celebrate this birthday. Why? No one likes you when you're 23. Everyone likes you when you're 23. There's that song, hey, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling... 22, not 23. When she was 22, her wow, future yeah. looked bright. Not when you're 23. But she's nearly though. 30 now and she's covered in shite. Okay, no. I'm <laughs> hey, what's up, babe? What did you do for your birthday? Did you get spoiled? I did get spoiled. Thank you so what? much. By who? By you. Oh, shit. And my family. And your family, especially. And and Miffy. She's so great. I fucking... <laughs> she got me... So, we'll, like, she's kind of gotten me into crystals. Um, I love my crystals. And she bought me a little um, penis crystal. 
Yeah. It's in the shape of a penis. It's really tiny. I called it LeBron. LeBron? Yeah. And he's made of uh, lupus lepers. Lapis lazuli? That's it. Why did I say lupus? <laughs> lupus is a disease. Yeah, thanks. I knew it was a double L. He's pretty much, well, he is tiny. And that's, <laughs> yeah. that should be considered a disease. Wow. Hey, oh. You know, it's like one in ten have a, a below penis. average penis. Oh, micro. I don't know how many. One in ten. No, I don't know. Babe. Oh. Definitely not Anyhow, one in ten. But at least I mean, some of our speaking no, from experience, none of it's our not one in ten. None of our listeners suffer from that issue though. All of our listeners are big dick boys. They've got big dick energy. Yeah, I mean, uh, look uh, at this energy they're throwing around. It's all about big dicks. Anyway, yeah, I got completely spoiled. I got so many crystals. One of them's a penis. One of them is also a massive heart. It's a, made out of rose quartz. Brayden got me a little canvas of Molly um, <laughs> made into like a princess. Yeah. VQ. I got the My Favorite Murder, How to Stay ca- Sexy and Not Get Murdered book, which I've cried twice reading. Thank you, Karen Aww. and Georgia. Not even a nice cry. It's like a sad, happy, sad, sad, sad cry. Well, you know, I got lots of things when you cry at it. Yeah, my dad gave me hundred bucks. That was nice. Cheers, Daddyo. That went on petrol and food. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) The necessities. The the bare necessities. Indeed. It's a a singing episode. episode. Yeah, it's a musical episode. It's just how we're feeling. We're feeling. I'm going to sing my like whole that. book report. Your book report? What are you doing your book report on today? Mothman. Mothman, the book? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you even try and make a joke out of Mothman, the book, because there is Mothman books. Oh, really? There is, yeah. And yeah. I want them. Well, of course. You want them now? You a fan of the Mothman? Pretty cool, actually. He's a pretty cool guy. A pretty cool guy. Pretty cool dude. Didn't really harm anyone. Yeah. Yet. Mm. Anyhow, anyway, I'm not going first. What What about you? What's up with you, babe? Enough about me and my birthday. Well, and I'm 23, and no one likes me. I had a good time off of work. Back at work now. Classic. Classic. After the first week, one of our machines at work broke. So this coming week, I'm going to be doing night shift. So by the time this uploads, I would have finished. Hopefully, finished night shift, and I'll be back on normal shifts. But at the point you're listening at, to this, I will have to say that, oh man, it's been a horrible week of night shift. <laughs> <laughs> I can already foresee it in the future. You've done it before. The last time oh. you, oh, was it the last time or the first time you did night shift? There was, you came home, slept for an hour and then I woke you up saying I, I couldn't breathe and you had to oh, yeah, that was the last sit time. at hospital for seven hours with me. Yeah, I think I was up for like 36 hours or something straight that time. I'm sorry. That was good. No, it's okay. I just have to make everything about me. I know. How dare you need to go to the hospital? Because I couldn't breathe. I know. How dare you? (laughs) I was only wearing my Snoop Dogg t-shirt. Yeah. And I was like, Brayden, I need to put pants on so the paramedics don't see me in my underwear. And I'm thinking, they've seen a hell of a lot worse. Oh, yeah. Than someone not being able to breathe in their underwear and a Snoop Dogg (laughs) t-shirt. Today, Belinda's talking about Mothman. I am going to be going first because I believe you went first last week. I think so. I did the, the 
Bell Witch of Tennessee. So let's just before we start, do you think cryptozoology, the study of cryptids, is actually paranormal? In my um, three hours of researching <laughs> Mothman, um, I would say yes, I've come okay. to a conclusion. Yep. Because really when you... It was some of the things that you hear, you're kind of like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah? Sounds pretty paranormal to me. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's a lot of things that are kind of falling into the paranormal category or next to the paranormal category, like UFO, whatever, hunting, sighting, yeah. like that sort of stuff being paranormal. And then cryptozoology and I feel things like, like that. Let's be honest right now. But it's all just pseudoscience. It's, the, yeah, it's all pseudoscience. Or real science in our world because we believe in... It's pretty much sweet. science. <laughs> um, it's, pretty, it's, not, it's not science. It's facts. Straight up facts. It's straight up facts. <laughs> it's not even science. We don't need evidence. It's <laughs> we so just factual. need a couple people going, yeah, I saw it. <laughs> then that's science to us. That's done. That's Proven. a fact. That's a fact. If you know something... It's a fact. Yeah, right on, right on. Let's get that on a t shirt. (laughs) If you know something, it's a fact. It's a fact. Yeah, no. I think they just sort of fall next to each other as pseudosciences. They, yeah, definitely. But they all have their own individual categories. But some things I've read and seen and said sound pretty paranormal. Yeah, supernatural. Like, I agree, Supernatch. Like, there's people who <laughs> who think Bigfoot, who is a cryptid, is a shape-shifting alien or something like that. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. That's stupid. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but it, it's clearly if, just an animal. Yeah. If Bigfoot was just, like, one of those prehistoric, like, ape men and things that was surviving, that's not exactly paranormal. It's pretty but I fucking guess cool, though. It is very fucking cool. But... The creature, did I already say what I was doing on the podcast? Okay, well, the creature I'm doing sort of comes and stems, the sort of background of it stems from something paranormally. Yeah. Kind of. So I guess it rules in with our, well, comes in with our podcast. I also want to add, like, some of the, like, you know, like the Loch Ness Monster, that kind of stuff. Yeah. We've only scratched the surface of the sea. You know, you know what I mean? You know the Loch Ness is like a lake. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. 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 Tell me about it. That water's come from somewhere. Yeah. The sea. And it's probably bought in a little baby Locky. Lucky the Locky. <laughs> Loch Ness monster, a little Nessie. Nessie, there we go. Okay, sorry, I forgot the everyone's gonna come at me now. Um, <laughs> don't at me. Don't at me. With your locky. <laughs> <laughs> little Nessie. Like, little Nessie's, like, swum in. Been like, oh, shit. I like Guess you. I live here now. And just, like, grew to this massive thing. And, like, dinosaurs, hello. Yeah, hello. We don't know. Not a log. Not a log. It could have been a prehistoric thing. Sea life creature. Exactly. Surviving on all of the fish and everything (laughs) in a tiny little lake for hundreds of thousands of years or whatever. Yeah. Well, I guess. And then pollution happened and you fucking killed Nessie. Yeah. Imagine if. Do you want to get into that? No. No. 
Let's not. So it's really much. just extinction. Yeah. I reckon like, we're seeing the last things of something. Right now? You know what I mean? Maybe the koalas. Sad face. Oh, that's, that's sensitive. Sad, but that's a sensitive know. topic. Don't bring that up right now. Guys, donate to the wildfire, the bushfire relief a lot victoria needs victoria please yeah new south wales had has had a lot of donations they still need donations not saying that they don't need donations but but let's give some more to victoria and south australia perth um wa getting some pretty severe fires as well so queensland surprisingly not doing too horrible what's going on queensland we're normally the one that's like no you know what we're overdue for a flood yeah, oh, we do get messed up with floods. Yeah, we're going to get a flood. Next year. We'll get, New South, we'll get a the Mark top of words. New South Wales has just had a bit of flooding. Are we f- be using, like, foresight? Like, are we ESPing that there's going to be a flood next year? Come back to this episode there a year from now. There should have been a flood last year. Yeah, there should have been. But come back to this episode a year from now. And there'll be a flood. There will be a flood. We are now listening. Our podcast studio, which surprisingly this room does sometimes flood. It does. It's going to be underwater. And we have all of our electronics in the water. <laughs> oh, what a good idea. What a great idea. Anyway. Anyway. Let's get on to this Should we shit. get on to it? Yeah, all right. So I'm doing the New Jersey Devil. Oh, I thought it was the New Jersey Bat. But yeah, for the last like ten minutes, I've been thinking, yeah, I know what you're doing, New Jersey bat, New Jersey bat, because <laughs> you said Dracula before, Just, yeah. and I was like, mm, it's a bat, it's a bat, that's right. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> yes, because you know, a bat is a cryptid. <laughs> so, anyways, the New Jersey Pine Barrens is home to an odd abomination. Why do you find Pine Barrens funny, Belinda? I thought you were about to say the New Jersey Pine Bat. <laughs> the, the Pine Bat. I've been sober for like five days. I know. What's up? What's up, girl? Oh, no. Anyway, so the New Jersey Pine Barrens, not Bat, sorry, is <laughs> home to an odd abomination that found its way into the world through an accidental curse. Sad face. Oh. Yeah, the cryptid I'll be breaking down today is known fairly well from legend as the Jersey Devil or the Leeds Devil. Oh. Have you heard of the Jersey Devil before and not um. the Jersey Bat? <laughs> I feel like I may have accidentally come across it when searching the devil's tree. Ah. But yep. I, didn't, um, I didn't read about it. Okay. Would you like the origin story for I would love the origin uh, story. Jersey Devil. Does JD, it happen in Jersey? Jack Daniels. It sure does. New Jersey, in fact. New Jersey. State. I think New Jersey's a state. I don't know geography of all the United States. No, not at all. Except Nebraska. That's the only place I know. <laughs> Uh, all right, so as the legend goes, in 1735, the Leeds family of New Jersey was struggling to get by. The father of the Leeds family was a neglectful alcoholic who cared not for any of his 12 children who he had fathered with his poor wife. So they were full-on cheaper by the dozen, but he's an alcoholic and doesn't give a fuck. So it was shameless. Shameless, yes, exactly. Deadbeat. I know. So the mother of a family known as Mother Leeds did her best to get her family through the hardship 
but it was all becoming very overwhelming for her, as you can probably fucking imagine. Anyhow, make things worse. Can imagine. She got pregnant with baby number 13. That's unlucky. Unlucky number fucking 13 to her unloving husband who wouldn't really even care for the baby anyway. Why is she still having sex with him? I know. He comes home drunk. He's probably a big guy, forces himself upon her or something like that. Exactly. Let's not get into that. Anyhow. Yeah, it is sad. So one evening, while Mother Leeds was quite upset with her husband and probably juggling with the pains of pregnancy and being a full-time mum of 12, she threw her hands up into the air and said, Let this baby be a devil. Mm. I, yeah, I, don't I don't think exactly that's what you want to wish upon no. when you're having a baby. I don't exactly know why she said this. Maybe, I think there were, I, there were like two different parts of like that last part there were two different sort of stories one was either she threw her hands up in the air to sort of i want to say maybe to curse her husband so the baby would be bad and would sort of bring terror to her husband husband or she was just not wanting the child at all so she said let this one be dragged to the devil that's all it really took for this poor lady to unknowingly curse her unborn baby and a few months later, on a very torrential, stormy evening, of course, Mother Leeds went into labor and gave birth to unlucky child number three. Thirteen. Thirteen. Sorry. Well, I mean, <laughs> number three, she's already like, fucking hell. By 13, she's like, is, this is hell. This is the Satan. This is spawn of the Satan. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> she's been through it so many times. You'd think, isn't childbirth back in those days like 17... Freaking, when was it? 1735. Childbirth back then would be dangerous as hell. I don't know how she even survived to, like, five. Making a deal with the devil, probably. Fucking 13. Yeah, exactly. She was some... She was a good breeder. She's a Very good breeder. She's a good breeder. (laughs) Full-time wet nurse, by the sounds of it. Mm -hmm. So midwives gathered around her. The family gathered in the next room. All ready to see the next member of the Leeds family come into the world. Uh, Mother Leeds gave birth to a very healthy baby boy and delighted to hold her son. She sort of stretched out to grab him. But as she went to grab him, he started to change. Oh, no. Yeah, his body twisted and grew. And before her very eyes, the tiny little newborn turned into a hulking abomination that screeched like death itself and whose eyes burned brighter than hellfire. Mother Leeds' curse had come to fruition and the 13th child of the Leeds family would be their last as the horrific creature tore through the midwives and its own mother, ripping them limb from limb before knocking its way through to the next door and then beginning to tear apart the rest of the family. Oh, my God. I think they must have put up a bit of a fight because the thing's like, fuck this, I'm out of here. And it went up the chimney with its wings, broke the top of the chimney off, and then flew into the pine bat. I mean the pine barons. <laughs> <laughs> who were the who were the survivors? Uh, it said there were a couple of survivors. It didn't really give any uh, specifics on the. Because if the I 12. was a skeptic, a skeptic. If I was a skeptic, I would say someone got into a murderous rage. Yep. And like, killed a whole bunch of people. Blamed it on the pine bat. And just blamed it on the newborn baby. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, like, yeah. what's he gonna? 
Who, who is it going to believe? A newborn baby? <laughs> I'm not a skeptic, though. I think this is true. Thank you, babe. Thank you. That sort of seems to be the unanimous origin story of the New Jersey devil. But yeah, everyone's like, let's get our story straight. It was <laughs> <Yeah>. the baby. <laughs> but uh, it isn't even close to really the end of the New Jersey Devil's terror spree. But obviously, before we get into any more encounters with the Jersey Devil, I'll give you a little detail on the creature's appearance and its habitat that yes, it currently oh. supposedly lives in. Does it live in the carcass of its mother? <laughs> no, it lives in the fucking <laughs> Pine Barrens oh. that I've mentioned five times. Ah! <laughs> uh, shit. So the Jersey Devil, as with other cryptids, is often described to look many different ways by those who reportedly see the creature. But they're almost like a set of features that are sort of commonly picked out. Uh, whenever someone mentions their encounter with this Jersey Devil. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he is commonly described as having the head of a horse, the body of a kangaroo, large leathery bat wings, antlers sim- similar to a deer, a long crocodilian tail, and a set of sharp gangly claws. Yeah, why are we going to bring kangaroos into this? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like, this is a fucking alpha predator. Except for the head of a horse. Like, mm. Maybe have a What's more. What's that gonna do? <laughs> maybe have a more efficient. <laughs> like when he gets frustrated or something. It's gonna lick a bit of. Does he whinny? It's gonna lick. <laughs> like that's how you know he's coming. You hear the whinny of a horse, but then all you see is this kangaroo flying crocodile clawed thing flying at you. Hide your eyes. Everyone's all like, "Hey, New Jersey Devil." What the long face? <laughs> Is it because you live in the pine bats? <laughs> hide your wives, hide your salt licks. The oh, Jersey shit. devils out here. <laughs> salt licks is a good one. <laughs> Only way to defeat the New Jersey devil. <laughs> Throw salt licks at it. <laughs> Distract it for long enough that it does. Mm. But I mean, this thing at this point is like old enough to where it would be like hundreds of years old. So I think it kind of defies age so you're gonna need a lot of salt a lot of salt <laughs> i mean if it is a devil you could probably trap it in a ring of salt ring, ring of, of salt, salt licks, licks. Yeah. yeah i think right. that's the title it. name ring of salt licks <laughs> <laughs> done so as i stated in the original new jersey devil part when it escaped from the family home it flew into the pine barrens uh, the Barrens are its current territory that it sort of rules over. It's like a marshy, sort of wetland-ish, like really thick, dense foliage area. Like the mangroves? It's kind of like mangroves, but there's a lot more dry area. Like the oh, okay. soil is all like... it. Like when European settlers came to the US, uh, they tried to plant their plants from like overseas there and but it wouldn't grow okay. but other plants that are native there obviously great because it's like, native there yeah, native they're like this grow. is my soil bitch yeah get the fuck out of you fuck Anyhow. off with your foreign ass stank ass <laughs> oompa <loompa. laughs> so it the pine barrens actually the largest remaining atlantic coastal pine ecosystem in the world Ooh, wow. stretching over seven counties of new jersey how cool counties. is that yeah, so plenty of space for this thing to get fucking lost and not have to worry about human interaction. Yeah. Uh, developing mm. buildings within the Pine Barrens is actually strictly regulated by federal agency because they're seen as such like a great sort of 
ecosystem. Oh, wow. Yeah. I bet um, they backburn. <clears throat> we won't get into that. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, the barrens are inhabited by, like, white-tailed deer, tons of squirrels and reptiles, different birds of prey, and black bears. Oh. So all of those, except for maybe the black bear, would probably be a pretty easy meal for the Jersey Devil. Although I'm not sure how it's going to eat meat, considering it has a horse's head. It's just going <laughs> to grind the meat slowly to a paste in its mouth. Maybe it has a horse's head. But like but sharp like teeth. very sharp teeth. How maybe. scary would that be? That would yeah. make my fear of horses a phobia. Oh, hell yeah. Sharp teeth horses. Mm-hmm. I already don't like them enough. Yeah. I will be near one, right? If there is someone holding, like, a lead. A lead and a salt lick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only way. Other than that, go the fuck away from me. But cows, come at me. You love the cows. Yeah, just won't wear red. What happens if it was the Jersey Devil with a cow head? <laughs> no. You know, the thing that strikes me as really weird is that Wendigos seem to have a pretty similar-ish description, kind of like a, like more like a deerish kind of head or a wolf head with like deer antlers or something like that. Like this thing has deer antlers as well. Maybe it's like a spirit or something Mm. like that from like Native American culture or something that was somehow summoned into the child or is just like a not even... Like, disregarding that origin story, maybe it is just, like, a spirit of yeah. some kind. Yeah, and she just spoke the wrong fucking words. Put it in a baby. I mean, maybe if every person that was about to have a 13th child said that, yeah, it could maybe. happen. How many maybe people it's... having childs? Child. What's <laughs> worse than a rapist? A child. A child. <laughs> How many people having 13 children is what I was meant to say. I don't know, but they need to stop. Yeah, I know. It's overpopulated. This is how we got overpopulated. Motherfucking bitches like this thinking I can just pop out 13 babies. (laughs) And then what does your 13th child do? Turn into a fucking devil? Serves you right. It's your own fault. Anyway, so sightings, sightings and encounters with the New Jersey devil were spread far and thin between the 18th and 19th century. But things really took a turn for the worst. 174 years after the birth of this horrific monstrosity, from January 16th to the 23rd in 1909, sightings of the Jersey Devil skyrocketed like mad. Like, in this week, there were hundreds of sightings. Yeah, the reports started stacking up in the early week of strange cloven footprints being left in the snow around people's houses. Some of these prints sort of leading... To like fences and then sort of going underneath them somehow. Some of them leading over fences and even some onto people's roofs. How? Yeah, because this thing can fly. Oh, it has wings. So as yeah, as the week went on, the reported encounters got more and more intense and violent. Posses began to form and hunt the Jersey Devil, (laughs) and New Jersey schools and the lumber mills and the pine barrens even closed out of fear of the creature. Uh, bloodhounds who were used to try and track this entity refused to follow the scent completely because they're scared of them. Jesus. Yeah, probably from the fucking devilish blood running through JD's veins. Eyewitness accounts were given by the police officers of both Camden and Bristol, Philadelphia. 
Philly. Philly. Where the officers... Philly cheesesteak. Where the officers <laughs> claim to not only have seen the beast, but have also shot it numerous times, only to have it fly away as if completely unaffected by the bullets. I.e. it was a fucking spirit. How about that? Fucking hell. Yeah. Maybe the baby died at birth. Oh, and then the spirit just latched onto that life essence and was like, I'm gonna come yeah. into the world now. Yeah. Go. Jersey Devil's the spirit. We're making it oh. official. Yeah. Earlier that day that the police were involved, um, somewhere else in Burlington, uh, passengers of a trolley car reportedly saw the creature running across the road. Oh. In front of the trolley. Later in the week, another group of first responders met the Jersey Devil. Uh, fire fright, fire frighters. Fire frighters. Yes, they F- fright the fire away. <laughs> they scare it. Okay. Firefighters confronted the creature while it was perched on a roof, and hit it with a fire hose. Blasting it with water. The only thing that that succeeded to do, however, was piss it off, and it <laughs> swooped and attacked them before flying away. Uh, more reports throughout the week kind of detail this thing just attacking people's dogs or chickens or things like that. And then, yeah, people left lots of reports with police that they found their animals dead next to cloven hoof prints in the snow. So that's oh, pretty shit. fucking creepy, if you ask me. Yeah, that week was definitely the most intense for Jersey Devil sightings in the world. And it's kind of become the same as those 200 years or 100 years prior, because there hasn't really been that much of, like, Jersey Devil sightings quite like what there was on that week since. But there have been a few. I've found some cool first-hand sort of experiences of the Jersey Devil, if you want me to read those to you. I would actually love that. Okay, so this one is called Camping with the Jersey Devil by Frank. So in the late 1980s, a couple of my friends and I took a camping trip to the Pine Barrens. I was unaware that we were headed to the home of the Jersey Devil. We headed out on our bikes and did our share of partying that night. The next day, while everyone was asleep, three of us hit the trails a bit earlier than usual. We're about a hundred yards away in the woods when my bike stalled out. I looked and found that my friends had also stalled out. At first, I thought it had something to do with the terrain and maybe something to do with a nearby power plant. Fifty feet away from each other, we tried to start up our bikes when suddenly from the woods we heard the most horrible piercing scream. It sounded inhuman, like something being tortured. Once back at camp, they asked us if we had heard the screams earlier. They had heard them too, four miles away. That night, we headed into town to a local bar because we ran out of booze. (laughs) Uh, We ordered a drink, still in shock from what we'd heard that morning. And the bartender asked, Hey kid, what do you see, a ghost or something? After I told him the story, he smiled and said, Looks like you met our little friend. He then asked us to go out back where he showed them a tin garbage can that was shredded to bits. Looked like the shreds were made from something with three claws. And he says that he has never returned to Pine Barrens and never plans on going back. <laughs> uh, I've got one more from Keith. I mean, I wouldn't go back either. Oh, yeah, no, fuck that. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't even go to the Pine Barrens to begin with. 
I've got one more by Keith, and it's called Don't Ever Camp in the Pine Barrens Alone. I spent a lot of time in the Pine Barrens when I was growing up in New Jersey and had my share of strange experiences. When I was 13, I went camping alone near Hampton Furnace. First sign of something going wrong here. Red flag. Don't fucking camp when you're 13 alone when there's black bears in the pine forest. 13? Hmm. Camping? Where are the parents? <laughs> yeah. It's all where? Yeah. Probably didn't even know. No, he's just gone walk about. So I had a bow with me and went looking for a rabbit dinner about an hour before sundown. Something started following me back in the trees. It tailed me back to my camp and circled while I cooked my dinner. This kept up about two hours after dark and let me tell you it was one dark night. I finally decided that my visitor had moved on and crawled into my tent. When I just started to calm down, I heard a foot stomp right behind my tent. Oh. It's like that thing just suddenly like fell from a tree or dropped down after flying. Yeah. yeah, creepy as fucker. I got all set to jump out when this thing, whatever it was, started screaming at me. I would compare oh. the volume of the scream to a large truck's horn. I couldn't decide what to do. I had my knife and bow, but they didn't seem like much. After several blasts of screaming, it just stopped. I didn't hear a sound except for my heart for about an hour after that. I was sure that if I stuck my head out of the tent, I'd lose it. In the morning, I could find no tracks in the pine needles. And to this day, I still don't like sleeping in tents. I'd rather take my chances in the open. Creepy. Why are you going alone still? That's like what's baffling me the most. Yeah. But fucking hell, could you imagine? Bears. Bears. Bears, man. At the Not same time. Only though. the New Jersey or Jersey Devil, but bears. Yeah. Yeah. Bears are the scariest fucking creature on this planet. Even more so than sharks. <laughs> Even more so. Maybe crocodiles are pretty scary, but they can't run that well on land. Bears run like fucking 60k an hour. Exactly. Anyhow, that's all I have for New Jersey Devil. That's I think it's have. fucking paranormal. It sounds it's a spirit. paranormal. It was created by a witch. Accidentally, one of the witch. Not a witch, but we don't <laughs> Created know. by a curse, an we accidental curse. She was a witch or not. We don't. An accidental curse, yeah. They're like black magic, witchcraft. What a, you don't know what kind of land she was living on. No, that's it. That's right. Bam, Jersey Devil. What do you got, babe? Mothman? Um, I'm doing Mothman, and just while you were reading, I was listening, because you were talking about the different types of animals, it looks like, and like things that could have been mistaken for them, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And I was just thinking, in a couple of like things I read about Mothman and the skepticals, um, skeptics. Saying what kind of birds they reckon that Mothman actually was. And I was thinking, it doesn't sound like any of the birds that they mentioned, which I will mention soon, but Mothman, what if he was. What if it was the Harpy Eagle? Harpy Eagle? You know, the massive giant eagle that looks like someone wearing a costume? (laughs) No. Yeah, you do, because you showed me this guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's the Harpy Eagle. Oh, this thing. Which yes. is also part of Greek mythology. Oh, really? Oh, so harpies. I'm, yeah. Wow, yeah, you're right. 
Which could mean... Mothman is a harpy eagle. Okay, no, but... Mothman is... Mythological creatures aren't necessarily fake. No, they're not. They're... Well, that's right. They're not. I mean, that's what we're trying to get at. Yeah. But I mean, like, this is even more evidence. I mean, not that I said we needed evidence. We just, it's facts. It's facts. But I was like, holy shit, I didn't even know this. I mean, a lot of things could have been just seen from a distance or in a battle or something like that, you know, or under stressful circumstances and then extrapolated upon when they returned back to wherever and then just took this other form completely. But, like, I'm looking at this animal and I'm looking at its wingspan and how it um, looks when it flies. And that's very plausible for Mothman. Yeah. But I also believe Mothman is Mothman. Okay. Tell me about Mothman. Let's get into Mothman. Mothman is a winged humanoid creature that some say is an omen for impending disaster or... That it brings darkness wherever it goes. Shit, son. Mm, like the shit, devil cat. Son. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That devil cat. The one that explodes. The one that explodes. Yeah. Um, on November 12th, 1966, five men were digging a grave at a cemetery near Clendenin, West Virginia. Um, and claimed to see a man-like figure fly low from the trees over their heads. This is believed to be the very first sighting of Mothman. Oh, so cool. So cool. Um, on November 16th in 1966, the first newspaper report was published um, in the Point Pleasant Register titled, Couples See Man-Sized Bird Creature Something. It wasn't long until the story went nationwide across the United States. Two young couples, Roger and Linda Scarberry and Steve and Mary Mallet. Mallet, the Mallet family. <laughs> it's M A L L E T E. Mallet. Mallet. Yeah, that's probably it. Um, they told police that they saw a large gray creature whose eyes glowed red when the car's headlights shone at them. They described it as a large flying man with 10 foot wings flying, um, sorry, following their car while they were driving um, in the area outside of Point Pleasant. That area is known as the TNT area, the site of a former World War II um, munitions plant. Ah, interesting. Could you imagine just driving in a car? Looking in your rearview mirror and seeing this fucking, fucking moth giant man. moth thing. <laughs> Mothman's just behind you like, what's up? What noise would it make? I In my mind it goes... <laughs> like, that's pretty pathetic. I, I don't know. In my mind it goes like... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're like, shit, it's Mothman. If it's uh, like... Ee! I was like, oh fuck, it's Moth Guy. <laughs> my favourite murder. When they covered Mothman. And they, I think they discussed the same thing of like what it would sound like. And they were just like, maybe it was just like hashtag bye bitch (laughs) (laughs) or something like that. It was funny. You can just look it up. Look it up. um, MFM animations. It's funny. Anyway. So over the next few days after the sighting, um, more occurred. Um, Oh, sorry. After that report in the newspaper, more occurred. Um, Two volunteer firemen who saw it said it was a large bird with red eyes. 
Um, Mason County Sheriff George Johnson commented that he believed the sightings were due to an unusually large heron he termed a shite poke. A shite poke? A shite poke. What is a shite poke? That's what he termed it to be. Oh. Um, so herons, if you look them up, they're long-legged coastal birds and the largest of the species, which is a Goliath heron, stands at 152 centimetres tall. That's so that's big. probably about 16 centimetres shorter than me. Wow. That's pretty tall for a bird. Yeah. And that's a, it's a heron. It's no cassowary. It's no, it's no fucking cassowary. Now, if you saw one of those coming at you... Well, run. I mean, that thing's scarier than Mothman's. <laughs> Let's just get that started like that. It has like a rock for a head. <laughs> like, can we just... Um, anyway. Don't get it twisted. That shit's got a rock on its head. <laughs> <laughs> It'll fucking kill you. Not even a joke. So a contractor named Neil Partridge told Johnson that when he aimed a flashlight at the creature in a nearby field, its eyes glowed like bicycle reflectors and blamed buzzing noises from his television set and the disappearance of his German shepherd on the creature. Oh my god, his dog died from it? Disappeared. No, right. What's a moth going to do with a dog, though? Does it have teeth? I don't know. Just no has one, a, a proboscis? No one's seen its mouth. They're like, it flew, it had wings, it's Mothman. I mean, it's I mean, a bird, it's a plane, it's Mothman. <laughs> Secret superhero Mothman. <laughs> Jesus, could you imagine? They're like, we need you back over on Krypton. Yeah. I mean, generally, moths and butterflies have a a proboscis. What are those things that unravel and then they drink with it? Just like a really long set of Whatever that is. In a tube. (laughs) Yeah, that thing. They have just a straw, a roll-up straw for (laughs) a mouth. mouth. They have the very first ever collapsible straw. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what it's called. Um, so at least a hundred people saw and reported sightings of the Mothman, and with many more afraid to report their sightings between 1966 and 67. The the day the sightings stopped was December 15, 1967, when the Silver Bridge collapsed. Uh, This led to the conspiracy that the Mothman was connected to the bridge in some way. Uh, Interesting. Omen, maybe? Perhaps. Perhaps. The Silver Bridge was an eye-bar chain suspension bridge built in 1928. Sounds delectable. And <laughs> was named for the colour of its aluminium paint. Very wow. imaginative. Wow, I had to add that in. It was just, you know. <laughs> um, the bridge carried Route 35 over the Ohio River, connecting Point Pleasant, West Virginia, and Gallipolis, um, Gallipolis, Ohio. The bridge collapsed under the weight of rush hour traffic, killing 46 people and two victims oh. were never found. Oh, so the Mothman appeared before that. It was never intended for so much traffic. The collapse was due to do it to a design flaw, a single eye bar in a suspending chain, a small defect of 2.5 millimeters deep, and the lack of maintenance on the bridge meant the flaw went undetected for 40 years. Oh my god. The bridge has since been replaced with the Silver Memorial Bridge. Mothman, however, was never seen again after the collapse of the bridge leading to the theory that 
Mothman was trying to warn people about the impending disaster, especially since there are claims that it was seen just before the collapse. Wow. There are some speculations that maybe Mothman was a kind of angel of death. <laughs> Mothman, the angel of death. Mothman. Like, oh my Fuck. God, that's like the best fucking superhero name. Yes. That's a sick movie title. We Mothman. Sh- Trademark, angel copyright, patent pending, please don't. Patent pending, yes. Yeah. Mothman the movie. Mothman, the angel of death. Next summer, coming to <laughs> coming a cinema to near you. This winter. <laughs> Next summer, this winter. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what, what season is it? Summer. <laughs> hot. That's what season it is. It's hot. It's fire season. Anyway, in 1970, Mothman was introduced to a wider audience thanks to Gray Barker, an American writer best known for his books about UFOs and other paranormal phenomena. His first book, They Knew Too Much About Flying Saucers, was the first book to describe the men in black in 1984. In 1984, before he died, he wrote um, a final book, um, about the Men in Black called Men in Black, The Secret Terror Among Us. I just really went into introduce yeah. that because I fucking love the Men in Black movies. Um, Men in Black! Except I haven't seen the new one because I was like, is it really the same? I don't know. Maybe. I love Chris, but he's no will. So Barker wrote the book The Silver Bridge in 1970, which linked the collapse of the Silver Bridge in Point Pleasant to The Mothman. Oh, shit. Um, in the book The Mothman Prophecies, written by John Keel in 1975, the creature the creature was even more popularized, and eventually, in 2002, a film was made based off the book starring Richard Gere. Oh, shit, I haven't oh, seen it shit. before. Me either, I've not even heard of what it till it right now. It's called The Mothman Prophecies. Ah, okay, cool, cool. Um, so Mothman has also featured in Skeptical Inquirer, a magazine that has been active for 40 plus years. Wow. I think it's in its 44th year right now. Mothman was also in Fallout 76, the game I was very excited for, but it let me down. That sucks. But I got to kill him. Continue. Why would you kill him? He's a national treasure <laughs> and you will find out why. Because Point Pleasant held its first annual Mothman Festival in 2012. I mean, sorry, 2002. And a 12-foot-tall metallic statue of the creature created by artist-sculptor Bob Roach was unveiled in 2003. I've seen the statue before. They have a fucking festival for Mothman. And it's a weekend-long event. Hold on the third weekend really? of every September. Yes, there are guest speakers, vendor exhibits, a Mothman pancake eating contest. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. And to top it off, they do hay rides. Um, hay ride tours focusing on the notable areas of Point Pleasant. Wow. To really get in the spirit of, you know, Mothman, Mothman I feel like they should have, like, a closet garment eating contest. Um, there's also a Mothman research museum center thing for just research on mothman well the mothman museum and research center it was opened in 2005 and is currently run by jeff wemsley that's so cool um so let's get on to a few like little skeptical kind of thingies because i love reading that shit sure and proving them wrong (laughs) proving them wrong (laughs) 
Dr. Robert L. Smith, a wildlife biologist at West Virginia University, told reporters that the sighting sounded like the description for the Sand Hill Crane. Look up that fuck. Look up the Sand Hill Crane. Do us a favor and look that up. And you fucking tell me, does that sound like a Mothman to you? No. No, it fucking doesn't. Anyway. If I know cranes... It's a large American crane, almost the height of a man, regular average man, with a seven-foot wingspan featuring reddish colouring around the eyes. And that the bird may have... This is not a mothman. I'm looking at this thing. And this, where the mothman sightings are, is in its native area. And they're like, oh, maybe it just wandered out of its migration route excuse me no elephants know the way to water even though they've never been there before do not tell me that this fucking crane went out of migration route i fucking doubt it and don't tell us that this crane chased that couple in the car with red glowing eyes then it fucking appeared on that bridge when it was about to collapse. Then it did all that other shit. Exactly. That crane does not veer that from That doesn't its have red glowing around. eyes. It has a couple of red feathers around its face. Exactly. Calm the fuck down. Good one, babe. Disproven. Robert L. Smith. You just disproved fuck the shit out of him. Fuck you and your sandhill crane motherfucking looking thing. <laughs> fuck you. If Robert's listening, we love you, but... Belinda doesn't like you right now. Yeah, no, I'm not. She doesn't enjoy a good skeptic. So, for our favourite person in the world, of course he oh, had to no. have something to say about Mothman fucking Let me get, Joe uh, Nickel. Joe Nickel. He says that a number of hoaxes followed the original report. Which probably is true, right? Hoaxes happen. Like a group of construction workers who tied lights to helium balloons. But let me tell you something. I think people can distinguish lights on a helium balloon from a a fucking mothman. I don't know about you. A flying man with moth-like wings and red glowing eyes is vastly different (laughs) from a couple of lights. On a a fucking couple of helium balloons. And I bet they didn't even get red helium balloons. I thought that. I bet they're just like regular fucking, (laughs) oh, it says happy birthday on it, balloons. (laughs) I'm very worked up about this. I'm very worked up. Fucking Joe Nickel and his fucking. We're talking about Mothman, not happy birthday helium balloon man. Exactly. That was the case. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Stupid. You're stupid. He also reckons that Mothman was actually misidentified planes. <laughs> what the fuck? I wow. think you could tell if it's a plane, how low the noise of a plane. How much effort do you reckon this, like, any skeptics put into it? They're like, uh, ghost, um... Downdraft. Me, yeah, let me get out my Rolodex of other random things. Uh, <laughs> let me just... Has... Hey, Google, look up something... With red. With red in it. He said it could have been sightings of barred owls or an albino owl. Do you know how small they are? Owls are miniature. Miniature. That Compared <laughs> to fucking Mothman. If that, if that couple was getting chased by an owl, the owl would have had to have been, to appear like a humanoid size, it would have had to have been like a foot off the glass of the car. Literally. Like, this isn't Harry Potter. And they would have had to have their perspectives, like, completely... They would have had to have been practically blind to think that that was a person. Yeah. They don't have none. 
like me. He also suggests that the eyes were actually red-eyed effect cased from the reflection of light from torches or other bright light sources. No. Fuck off, Joe. I'm done with Joe. You want to stick him in the bin? I'm going to stick him in the bin. He's going the same place ScoMo's going. Hawaii? Hawaii. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh. Let's move on. Um, According to University of Chicago psychologist David A. Ngallo... 55 sightings of Mothman in Chicago during 2017 published on the website of self-described Fortian researcher Lon Strickler are a selective sample. Gallo explains that Strickler isn't sampling random people and asking if they've seen Mothman. He's just counting the number of people that just came forward to report a sighting. People are more likely to visit a paranormal-centric uh, website like Strickland's um, and are more inclined to, like, believe and give their witness reports right. of a mothman. Instead of putting something practical to it, like it was a plane or a bunch of helium balloons. Exactly. They're like, my grandma's dog's aunt. My grandma's dog's aunt yes. saw a helium balloon man. Um, no, for sure saw a fucking moth man. Or maybe it was a moth. A regular moth. <laughs> a regular moth, because he's a dog and he doesn't know. Um, but yeah, just saying that there's not conducting any study, mm. just letting people be like, yeah, I saw a moth man, you know? I don't know what that accent was, but something. So he's being all like, I don't know if it's true. You're just like letting people express themselves. Right. Kind of feel. Um, But like we said, a lot of pseudoscience advocates um, claim that Mothman was an alien. As with many cryptids. Yeah. A supernatural manifestation. Like a psychopomp? Or, what I said, a previously unknown species of animal. Yeah, maybe. Maybe just a giant moth. Maybe maybe just a fucking giant moth. That would be scary. With a mouth that's a big old natural roll-up straw. Skeptics make me fucking exhausted to talk about. Joe Nickel makes me exhausted to talk about. Joe Nickel, of all the skeptics... He's very consistent with his bullshit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Poltergeists versus Joe Nichols. Get Poltergeists are common ad for him. Poltergeists versus Joe Nichols. <laughs> Anyhow, anything else on the Mothman? Um, that was it for me. That was it. Um, I think it's pretty crazy that they've linked him to a disaster. Yeah, like he might be like the, like you said, the angel of death. Exactly. In but moth costume. Maybe he's going, you guys, you need to stop going across this thing, but he can't, like, actually speak to them because he's... An angel of death. An angel of death. He doesn't know English. He's <laughs> no, he just all, like, look into my eyes and see the future. <laughs> look into my eyes, human. Human. Let me suck upon you with my proboscis. <laughs> that, um, silver statue of him... It's not even bad, you know what I'm saying? Like, they gave him 
some muscles. A good body. Good body. He's got a nice ass. Like, if that Mothman was following my car, I would pull over. <laughs> yeah. That's, I'm not scared. <laughs> I'm not scared of that Mothman. No. Wrap me up in your wings and fuck me. Oh, I can see so many futures in your eyes, oh powerful Mothman. <laughs> you go to hug him Mothman. and the costume collapses and helium balloons just fly out. God oh, damn it, helium balloons. Every time. Well, Linda, tell them where they can go if they want to get some delicious food. Uh, Schnitz does some pretty good burgers. What a I'm joking. Else. You go to HelloFresh and get all of your meals pre-made for you. By dietitians, ready for you to get healthy. The new year is upon you. What are you going to do? Are you going to better yourself? Or are you going to remain your same awesome self? Get even awesomer with 40% off your HelloFresh order, your very first HelloFresh order, you'll get 40% off if you follow our link in the description. You're perfect the way you are, but you could be perfect though. <laughs> it all comes from within your gut. You are what you eat. So if you want to be fresh as fuck, boy, get some HelloFresh. <laughs> They were actually listening and, like, monitoring our ad. Any of this would get monetized. Absolutely not. <laughs> get fresh, as, get fresh, get fresh as, fuck. as fuck. Get fresh as fuck, boy, needs to be the new HelloFresh, like, Oh, slogan. yeah, that's their new slogan. Yeah, any day of the week. Anyhow, yeah. so, yeah, follow the get link Get your HelloFresh, make your meals in under 30 minutes and eat healthy and fresh. All items, there's no wastage. None. With their items, everything is all pre-measured for you. All you need is to turn on the stove, boil a pot of water, maybe, depending on what you get. There's such a wide variety of everything. And then get fresh, fresh as, as fuck, fuck boy. boy. Big dick boy. <laughs> it's <the> worst advertisement <laughs> ever. But come on, guys. Just click the link. Help us out. Help yourself out. Help us help you. Help you help us. That's right. I think that's it, Belinda. I think that is it, Brayden. Thank you for this episode. Shake my hand from a distance. Good job. Good shake. See you um, all next week. We you guys you. know where to follow us and shit. Oh, yeah. Instagram, you mean Poltergeist, Patreon. Support no, us you guys know. They know. Facebook, no, they know. Facebook, you Poltergeist. Brayden, Farvash, Instagram, Belinda. Ben Mackers. on Instagram. And um, while you stay fresh, don't forget, exercise regularly. Yes. <laughs> you dirty dog. <laughs> Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.